Okay, podcast is going. Let's see if the video will go. We'll go on video. All right. Welcome all, one and all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to another Americana, the American way. Hauling at you from the darkened, cigar-smoke-filled back room, known as my living room. Uh, uh, you can find me on Parlor at The Real Big John. Anchor.fm is the host podcast platform. And also on many other podcast platforms, as you probably are aware. And also on Rumble.com. Americana, the American way, is the podcast and the channel. I was driving today, because I do every day. And... seen a little sticker on a car uh, I guess you would call it a bumper sticker it was on a a crummy minivan and it it said something like insurrected land or just kind of got my goat uh, you know it, it made me start thinking uh, you know we we're in the most the most divisive time in American history. Uh, maybe not the most divisive. I mean, you know, the Civil War was obviously uh, the most divided the country has ever been. Uh, if you listen to the Tim Pool podcast, which I highly recommend, uh, Tim Pool on YouTube or uh timcast.com or whatever platform you want to see him on uh, he often talks about this new civil war that we're having and it's a cultural war who will win out uh, it, it, that interests me you know it, but the thing about the bumper sticker and the you know, the stuff about stolen land. We stole this land from Native Americans, uh, first indigenous people, whatever uh, terminology. There's actually a group of, pardon me, Native Americans that prefer to be called Indians. I don't know what outfit that is exactly, but it's something new I heard. Uh, the Prime Minister of Canada said something like first indigenous people, which I don't know what indigenous means. To be honest, I know what it means, but that means you're, you're native or you're, you're, the, you're from there before anyone or anything else. Well, indigenous people, Native Americans, whatever, were not, like, born here. They migrated here. They fought wars with one another for territories. Believe it or not, white liberal idiots, 
the map that you see today or the map that you saw that you think you saw prior to uh, let's say the the white Europeans ravaging and infiltrating and stealing the rest of uh, the area known as the United States didn't always look like it did okay maps change constantly over time there was a time in my life that a big part of Europe had no countries it was the Soviet Union and in the Soviet Union there were countries that used to be known as you know Yugoslavia uh, Slovenia, Slovakia, and then the Russian communists said, oh, your government's now communist, now you fall under the Soviet Union, and you make no decisions for yourself, Moscow decides everything. And then one day, around 89 or 90, we found out communism cannot sustain itself. And the Soviet Union crumbled and all these little, or some were big actually, countries said we want our freedom back, we want our independence back, we want our government back. And suddenly, liberals, the map changed. Uh, if you look at the maps that, let's just say, uh, the Lakota tribe claims... How did the Lakota Sioux Indians get the territories they claim that uh, white Europeans stole from them or pillaged them for, murdered them for? And don't get me wrong, there were some horrific things done to uh, Native Americans and vice versa. Native Americans did some horrible things to settlers on the range or else we wouldn't have sent our military out there to conquer them but that map that uh, let's say the Sioux Nation claims is theirs uh, that didn't always look that way you realize they killed and uh, war took war with other tribes to get that land and so-called Native Americans, and I respect the, the Native Americans, the Indians, whatever. I, I respect their culture, and I, I love learning about them. But the fact of the matter is, what I was taught in latter history classes, like high school and college, is that the theory was they came from Asia and migrated over here and through the United States and down into South and Central America. Uh, I don't understand why liberals or whoever's don't go after the Spaniards and the Portuguese that slaughtered and still to this day are very prejudiced and racist towards Indians in South and Central America, but I, 
whatever. I guess because they don't have white liberals down there to tell them that, you know, they're wrong. But anyway, I just want people to know and think and use your brains that gosh gave a pissant to know that maps change all over the world throughout history. Go back to the greatest history book ever written, the Bible. There were always wars fought. There were always lands conquered. The Israelites were conquered at times uh, like by the Romans. Uh, the Israelites conquered other tribes like the Canaanites and, and things like that. So someday, uh, hopefully not in my lifetime, the map will change again. The United States will maybe conquered by some other greater nation. But right now we're just so divided on these lines of uh, race and social economic status and I've never seen I've, I've never seen it in my lifetime I, I've never seen uh, black people okay black folks so upset and it's not all of them they're a, a vocal few but I've never seen Olympic athletes, and it's black and white, protesting the national anthem. And it was more than this uh, hammer thrower lady that you've seen on memes and Facebook and tweets. Uh, the U.S. women's soccer team, several of them are uh, kneeling during the national anthem now you're not representing yourself you're representing the United States of America uh, I know that in the 60's when things were bad it was the 1968 Olympics the you know the black uh, runners I think they must probably a runner uh, at the Olympics bowed their heads and raised their fists but that was a much worse time, you know. It was a much different time. There was, you know, cracker Democrats in the South still wanting segregation. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. had recently been assassinated, or was going to be assassinated. But that's not today. I've grown up idolizing black people, looking up to black people. A good friend of mine that committed suicide a few years ago was black, and he was one of the kids that was nice to me in high school. And I'm glad uh, through some events we were talking about um, starting an organization to unite our community and to... Um, bring the community together although he lived th uh, I don't know a thousand miles away eight hours away from me uh, and I got to tell him that you know I, I always looked up to him in high school and I still did uh, at, 
up until the day he died, and I still look up to him. So I don't understand the racial divisiveness. It all started, to me, it seemed like with a, a president named Barack Obama, it, when it really got bad. And he, it started when he said, I don't have a chance to win because I don't look like the president's on those dollar bills. And that got everybody, you know, white guilt, white guilty. Uh, and then his wife, you know, when he won the Democrat nomination, said, for the first time in my life, I'm proud of my country. Like, you were, uh, um, well, they were both meteoric lawyers. Her husband was elected to state senate and then United States Senate and... Like, what, what was holding you back? He went to an Ivy League university. What, what was holding him back? What was, how was racism or not looking like the presidents on those dollar bills doing to him? I, I don't get that. But uh, that's just, that bumper sticker got me thinking about all these things today. Um, so, Jen Psaki, this is a hoot nanny. I'm going to play a sound bite uh, while I light up of Jen Psaki talking about uh, vaccination squads going out into target communities to educate people on getting vaccinated although the I mean they have all these vaccines that are sitting around uh, going bad they're spoiling they're they're passing their uh, expiration dates and we got to use them is what's going on but I mean all the COVID numbers are down this Delta variant uh, I've heard different things about that it's not as as strong than other people say it's stronger uh, the World Health Organization's now saying bring back the masks I guess Australia put a mask mandate into place so here we go again so if you see masks on, on clearance stock up because I'm sure Joe Biden will mandate them shortly and we'll all be freaking back to the masks and lockdowns. But anyways, here's Jen Psaki talking about vaccination patrols. <laughs> oh, gosh. And respond to hotspots. The president will outline five areas his team is focused on to get more Americans vaccinated. One, uh, targeted community-by-community door-to-door outreach to get remaining Americans vaccinated by ensuring they have the information they need on how both safe and accessible the vaccine is. Two, a renewed emphasis on getting the vaccines to more primary care doctors and physicians, something that we've seen in more... 
and respond to hotspots. The president will outline five areas his team is focused on to get more Americans vaccinated. One, uh, targeted community-by-community door-to-door outreach to get remaining Americans vaccinated by ensuring they have the information they need on how both safe and accessible the vaccine is. Two, a renewed emphasis on getting the vaccines to more primary care doctors and physicians, something that we've seen in more... So I guess that's the clip. Uh, it seemed like it was longer the first time I watched it. but So they're going to go door to door with information about where to get vaccinated in areas where they think people are stupid and don't know how to go to a doctor's office. Uh, pretty prejudicial thinking, I think, but whatever. Or how, when it comes to this Biden administration, Joe Biden, there's two things I'm going to maintain constantly throughout however long he's president. One, the election was stolen. Two, he's the most racist president we had since Lyndon Johnson or maybe uh, Woodrow Wilson. So, I've also been following this New York City mayoral race. Now, I want to know who the Republican candidate was going to be. He has no chance, but... Uh, this is from USA Today. Uh, primary day 2021, Curtis Slilwa wins Republican mayoral primary. Uh, this guy's a founder of the group called the Guardian Angels. Uh, what they do is they used to, they still do. Uh, they are a citizen volunteer group that uh, I guess you would say patrol the streets and subways. And they look for, you know, gang fights, gangs, purse snatchers, thieves, uh, and they make citizens arrests uh, until the police can get there. Uh, I don't know if they started in like the 70s or 80s. I I remember watching a made-for-TV special about the Guardian Angels. when I was a kid and it was kind of cool uh, you know but it came about they came about a time when New York was in chaos crime was just insane like it is now and New York needed guardian angels uh, Slowa defeated a businessman named Fernando Mateo. I don't know if he's related to Manti Mateo, the Notre Dame linebacker who had an imaginary girlfriend. But anyways, uh, the Republican primary didn't use ranked choice voting because there were only two people running. Uh, Slowa and this Mateo were allies at one time. Uh, then during a Zoom debate, they yelled and tried to talk over each other. 
Slowa got 72% to Mateo's 28%. Uh, Slowa is a radio host. Uh, he wears his Guardian Angels beret in public. Uh, he got an endorsement from Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani did robocalls, that's recorded phone calls, to Republican voters. Um, he has no chance. <laughs> New York is 7 to 1 Democrat. Uh, but the interesting thing about this uh, election is on the Democrat side, okay, they did the... This ranked... Wait, how's, what's the proper way to say it? Ranked choice voting. And the, by the time they got done eliminating candidates... Uh, the last man stand, last person standing, was uh, Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams. So he won the, the uh, Democrat primary after uh, newly counted ballots showed him. <laughs> what a surprise! Newly counted ballots, narrowly holding his lead in the tight race. With this ranked choice voting. You have three people, or five, or ten, or fifty, whatever, and you you write. This is my. I don't know how the hell they do this. These ballots have to be like a mile and a half long, but you pick your first choice, then you pick your second choice, then you pick your third choice, and whoever has the fewest first choice votes at the end of the first count is then eliminated. Then you go to the next bunch that's left over and you see who has the least number of first choice votes and that least number of first choice votes candidate is eliminated and you keep going till you get down to two and then the winner is uh, the last one of the two who has the most first choice votes. Uh, in this case, it looks like it's going to be Eric Adams. Uh, he'll be New York's second black mayor. But the interesting thing is he ran on an anti-defund the police agenda. His uh, platform was to not defund the police. Uh, <clears throat> for the record, the second place person was the sanitation commissioner. In other words, the lady that's in charge of the garbage men, Catherine Garcia. Uh, and then uh, um, this lady, Maya Wiley, she was the first one eliminated she was Bill de Blasio, the hated mayor of New York, uh, his former legal counsel. Um, so it says, Adams, whose central campaign promise was to reduce crime and boost public safety, held a, held a roughly nine-point lead 
on election night, but has seen the race draw closer as the ranked choice voting calculation redistributes voters' preferences. This is a mess. Democrats find new ways to mess up elections. <laughs> like New York politics weren't corrupt enough. Uh, but anyway, the key point is this guy ran on reduce crime and boost public safety and fund the police. Not defund, fund the police. So the law and order candidate won. The law and order candidate should have won last November too, but we just kept finding ballots. So there's been numerous errors by the Board of Elections in New York uh, because of this ranked choice garbage, but it, it looks like Eric Adams is going to win and he won on law and order. He won on fund the police while others in New York are saying defund the police. So this shows you that New Yorkers want police in their cities. They want law and order. New Yorkers want police in their city, not cities. They want law and order in their city. Uh, New York City has seen one of the biggest exoduses of people uh, in the last year. Uh, it's almost unheard of for California and New York to lose congressional seats. And yet, New York and California lost congressional seats this time around. Because so many people have been leaving New York and California because of the ridiculous taxation, the high crime, and all this. Now, speaking on the defund the police, you had Representative Sandy AOC Representative Ocasio-Cortez being a big advocate for defund the police. Fox News has this article up. I hate to quote Fox News, but I just read an article from USA Today, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with Fox News too. Uh, activists in EOC's, AOC's district blasts defund the police movement. There are shootings every day, quotes. An activist in the Bronx blasted the idea of defunding the police, pointing out the nationwide spike in violent crime. Melody, Melody Jimenez, the Bronx-raised co-founder of the activist group No Voice Unheard, lambasted the left-wing push to defund the police and said unity between police officers and the communities they serve is only the, the only true way forward. So when AOC wants to take money away from the police and instead pay activists 
I don't know what, what you're going to pay activists to do, first of all. Are you going to pay them to go out and act? Or I hope if you're going to pay them to go act, it's Shakespeare. Something entertaining. Maybe some slapstick, you know, those little Punch and Judy shows with the, the puppets that hit each other with sticks. I don't know. What, what are you going to pay activists to do in the community to curb violent crime? Or curb? 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 I guess it depends on where you're from and how you pronunciate. What, 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 AOC? What are you going to do? Pay activists. Pay community activists. You know, put more psychiatrists on the streets. And we do know there's a mental illness crisis in America. And we do need more funding for psychiatrists. But putting them on the streets in the place of police officers, that's silly. And people on the street that actually live there know this. And they want more police in their area. But they want the police to be part of the community, not just out looking for somebody who looks suspicious. They want the police to become one with the community which I don't have a problem with that, you know. But this is the, the divide in America right now. You have people that are just, oh, all police are racist. Even in the cities where, like, the police department is predominantly minority, like Seattle, they say the police are racist. There are people that call... Candace Owens, a black white supremacist. Uh, hello, have you ever heard of an oxymoron? Two things that don't go together. How can you be a black white supremacist? I've heard uh, people of color calling uh, a Latino. I saw the video. Latino police officer. A, a Latino white supremacist and telling him no matter how hard you try you're never going to be white just give it up and just it's just the most ridiculous stuff you've ever heard in your lifetime from these left wing radicals and that's all they are you know they want to totally destroy the foundations of America how do you see a rise in violent crime and say less police is the answer? You know, the direct action of the New York City Council between defunding the police a little bit by billions of dollars and moving the funding to other programs and the uh, laws they made against detaining people that they arrest uh, and changing the way the bail system works have all led to this spike in violent crime. And this is all the garbage that came out of the, the George Floyd overdose in police custody. So we got to get this country united. We got to tame these radical leftists like Ilhan Omar, AOC, the whole, you know, 
four or five members of the squad. And they just the squad just wants to make a name for themselves and make themselves legendary and be written about in the history books and and the rest of us just want them to be history and be voted out of office and out of public sight but defunding the police isn't working the mayoral candidate of New York who ran on uh, law and order won the law and order president got 74 million votes you know uh, this lady that founded the group No Voice Unheard is blasting left-wing radicals that want to defund the police and saying they want more. She wants more police in her neighborhood. You gotta keep in mind, AOC might represent the Bronx, New York. She was not born and raised there, like she says. She's from an upper-middle-class family. She went to an Ivy League college. I don't know what the hell she learned there. But these people that are liberals, they're telling you how rough you have it and how you're discriminated against every day, don't have a clue. They're not from our lower-income, working-class backgrounds. So don't let them speak for you. With that, God bless y'all. Pray for mercy. Pray God have mercy on the United States of America. And we'll see you next time on Americana, the American way. Follow me on Parlor at The Real Big John. God bless y'all. Have a great day.